0: welcome back to another episode of sports with don and i'm your host ezra aka the Don Mahoti. and i'm never alone i'm with the big bro the superstar lm10 aka lomkom tambo and you know Today's episode is about the next transfer window that's coming up. It's going to be a major one, both here in SA and also overseas. Uh, But starting here in SA, there's one team that's always spending, right? I think we already know who I'm talking about. Mamelody Sundowns. And obviously, I think in the upcoming transfer window, they are definitely going to spend. Um... We saw them going out of calf, uh in the quarterfinals. so they will definitely want to spend so they could, you know, go an extra step in that. And there's another team that needs to spend. They pretty much don't have a choice at this point, which is Chiefs. Um Who will they buy? And uh, what will their best buy will it be? A coach or who will it be? Will it be a player? And also maybe a Super Sports. You know, maybe your Cape Town Cities and definitely probably Orlando Pirates also will be looking at buying certain players. Um, but let me pose this question to you, my brother, uh, which team do you think will have the most impactful um, signing? You know, like Not specifically to say a player per se, but which team do you think will have one of the most impactful signings? But before you answer, how are you man? How have you been since our last episode?
1: Yo, yeah, we're back, we're back with another episode. Uh, this time we're talking transfers, you know, at home and abroad. Uh, before we get into it I'm, I'm okay bro I'm okay um since the last episode <laughs> I've been trying to get some sleep going but yeah i'm okay I'm okay I'm okay um yeah man obviously sundowns with the firepower the financial muscle that they have they're gonna sign whoever they want <laughs> that is the first day um so sundowns whoever they want I'm not even gonna try and name players whoever they want they can sign uh KZ Chiefs is the most um is is the most expected club to sign for obvious reasons because they have to sign they spent a whole transfer window when they were banned and couldn't sign so Chiefs I see Chiefs making the most number of signings I see a lot of departures from Chiefs I see them making um the right signings this time, I hope. Uh, we, we've heard the links, linking them with like players like uh nobo um you know, some of the ex Vets players, um Busisum we'll Kwananzi as well. So I see Chiefs signing a lot of players. I personally hope we can land someone like C who is one of my favorites who is one of my favorite players. So I hope I hope Chiefs make all the right signings. Pirates. It's going to be a tricky one because I feel the biggest signing might be a new coach. Not to throw any shots out there, but I feel like the biggest signing might just be a new coach rather than players. So out of the three big teams in South Africa, I see Chiefs being the most um, aggressive in the transfer market because that's what the fans are, are rooting for. That's what we've been waiting for for the past two transfer windows, which we didn't get. Because of the ban, so I see Chiefs being the most aggressive out of out of the the three biggest teams in South Africa. And like I said, Sundowns, Sundowns can can sign anyone. <laughs> they have they have the financial muscle to do that. So yeah, but I see I see Chiefs doing the most in this coming this up and coming transfer window locally.
0: You know, you mentioned something I was not thinking, which was Orlando Pirates and their coach. Things are not really gelling well there, and the supporters are extremely not happy with. How they've been performing, how the team plays But we'll see how that pans out as the season concludes Um, But moving from our domestic league going all the way to Spain uh, at La Liga Let's just focus on Real Madrid and Barcelona We know Covid has been horrible for them You know, financially they are are down to the pits (laughs) right now But they are still linked to world class, high class players Uh, But my question is now, which players do you actually see ending up at these two teams whether at Barcelona or Real Madrid
1: uh hey, COVID. COVID hit hard bro COVID hit hard for for all teams in the world you know um and rest in peace to all the people who unfortunately lost their lives due to COVID but um going back to your question uh between Barcelona and Madrid Madrid have for starters, invested heavily in building the new stadium. You know, they are upgrading the stadium the Santiago burned about. So that's where most of the money will go to. But let's not forget who is the president of Real Madrid. We're talking about Florentino Perez, who is the godfather of football. And he literally came out uh, in one interview that, were, that was about the Super League, of course. But he said in that interview as well, interestingly enough, I have been speaking to Kylian Mbappe a lot. So, look out for that. That is a potential signing for Real Madrid that he has personally been speaking to Kylian Mbappe. So, we'll see how it unfolds. Um, They've also targeted one of the two between Mane and Salah from Liverpool. So, we'll see. We'll see how Madrid end up in the transfer market. But uh, Ramos might leave. So, they have a lot of key members of the squad rumoured to leave. So... Uh, jo, um, Alaba from Bayern has joined, so we will join at the start of the next season. Uh, Barcelona. Barcelona, I feel, again, the biggest signing might just be a new coach. That's the first thing they have to take care of because I don't feel uh, Coleman uh, really fits into the philosophy or the brand of football that Barcelona is all about or we've all grown to be accustomed to. So I think they're going to go ahead and look for a new coach that is a bit more suited to their style. I think the most suitable candidate right now is Xavi Hernandez, the former midfield great and one of the greatest midfielders of all time, without a doubt. So I think Barcelona's biggest signing will be a manager rather than looking forward into, rather than looking to the transfer market for players. And I think should Xavi come in, he'll look into the products from La Messia, you know, that's that's where he came from as well. So he, he knows all about the Barcelona DNA and I think he's going to try and implement it through his method rather than forcing the club to go and spend money because they've been spending money and it hasn't really worked out in the past few years. Uh, Dembele, for example, hasn't worked out at Barcelona. Coutinho, unfortunately. Griezmann, some may argue, he's having his best season now, but if you look at his numbers... For a player that was hyped up, uh, it's, it's it's not going well. They failed to replace Luis Suarez, so they've spent a lot of money and it hasn't really worked out for them. So I think between the two, I think Madrid is going to have is going to have a, a bit of a bigger say. You understand because they've already bought Alaba from Bayern Munich, and if the president is talking Zimbabwe hey man, uh, only a few people going to say no to Paris. Kylian
0: Mbappe is an interesting one because you know. He has not signed a new contract yet. Neymar has signed a new contract at PSG, but he has delaying it a bit, so it could raise alarms within obviously um, Liverpool and and Real Madrid. Um, but moving away from Spain now, going all the way to Italy, um, we're just gonna mention one major player in Italy. I mean obviously we hear the rumors about Lukaku, um Hakimi and all these players, but I wanna focus mainly on Cristiano Ronaldo. You know, um, before the season concluded, obviously, there was these rumors that if Juventus doesn't make it into the Champions League, he's gone. But they did. So now his mother came out and said she's going to do everything in her power to get him back at sports in Lisbon. How do you see that panning out, man?
1: Oh, man. Moms. Am I right? (laughs) Apparently, moms always know best. So... I think he, he one day, one day. I don't see it happening in the next transfer. Uh, I see um, window. I don't see it happening in the next transfer window. But one day, because he came out and said, "I'd love to end my career at Sporting," so I don't see Ronaldo going to Sporting right now. Uh, I don't see. I don't see Sporting right now. Maybe in the next four years, he might join when he's about to retire. But right now, I think he'll still move to a, a big club to try and achieve because he's a winner. So I don't see, I don't see him joining Sporting. No, not immediately.
0: Yeah, bro, I don't, I don't, I don't see Ronaldo like going to Sporting now. Like you said, maybe like four years when he wants to like when he's close to retiring. I think that's when Sporting would become like a a a real thing for him. But right now, he's still he's still very much competitive. You know, he probably still wants to win one more Ballon d'Or. Um, so, yeah, I don't. I also don't see him going to sports. I think the mother is just wishful about it. Um, because maybe it was because Juve were going through some rough patch. And she's like, you know what, my son, come back home. And, you know, come retire here at sports. But I don't think Ronaldo's ready to retire here. So, I also don't see him, you know, going to a sports in Lisbon right now. But final stop, the EPL. We've seen a lot of transfer. Rumors going on, man. From your Harry Kane wanted to leave. Well, now that's a fact. So he wants to leave Tottenham Hospital to go win trophies, but still wants to stay in England. Um, Kuna Guerra has gone to Barcelona. Uh, United needs about like three, four world class players for them to, to challenge Man City. Chelsea's probably going to buy a defender or striker because Timo Werner has not lived up to his expectations. Um, Spurs obviously will be looking to replace Harry Kane. Um, what other team am I forgetting? Oh no, that's it. We, we don't count Arsenal as a as a big team anymore. Um, they are right there where they belong. Um, uh, <laughs> obviously, oh Liverpool, Liverpool. Ugh, who cares about Liverpool? But just to mention them because they are former champions. So they also they like a striker because you know they've been depending so much on Mo Salah and Mane and Firmino have not really lived up to the expectation this season. You know, I think they started dipping last season actually, in my opinion, but. As just an outsider looking in, but you, as a Liverpool supporter and a fan, which players do you guys you guys think you guys need in your squad to you know amplify it or make it better? Obviously, with Kanati coming in.
1: <coughs> oh man, of course, trust the United fans who kick us when we're still down. Um, to be totally honest, we've, we've heard the links between Liverpool and Mbappe. Mbappe is a firm favourite of Liverpool. So we definitely do need a, a striker. Make no doubt about it. Uh, I told you personally uh, cou- countless times that I'll take an aging Cavani over Firmino right now because Cavani scores goals. You understand? And we've been lacking goals. If you if you watch Liverpool play this season, it hasn't really been that bad in terms of play. It's just that we couldn't convert our chances, and we, we need a striker And right now. Mbappé would definitely fit the philosophy the brand of football but it's a stretch because Real Madrid is also you know in in the market for Mbappe so besides Mbappe I'm not really sure who we can get who will fit into the, the the philosophy and play of our front three you know just like how Diogo Jota fitted in so I hope I hope we get Champions League football and we get Mbappe. Mbappe has to be our, our number one priority. And of course, like you said, Konate has, is is bound. I'm happy for him, but I would have loved for the defenders that have filled in for Van Dijk and Gomez to be given a chance. Man, like like Nat Phillips, I I for one think he deserves a contract extension. He's been he's been immense at the back. Kabak, um, he's cheaper than Konate, um, Davis we haven't even seen Davis play so hey, I just hope those guys are given a chance rather than us going to, to spend more money on defenders but you'll understand why Klopp would want to do that because you saw the effect not having defenders has had on our season which has been one to forget you know so yeah but but on top of our list has to be a striker and the name that has been mentioned on more than one occasion is Kylian Mbappe so fingers crossed we hope FSG can pull it off we hope Michael Edward can you know do his magic in the transfer window and bring us Mbappe to Anfield so yeah we'll see
0: <laughs> hey my bad bro my bad but <laughs> speaking of strikers, because you know Sergio Kunaguerre has gone to Barcelona hey uh, so City will probably be looking to like replace him with somebody you know, Harry Kane is available, but the only thing about Man City and Pep Guardiola is they never spend over 60M on a player. So, how do you see them replacing Kunaguero?
1: Uh, Kane to City. Whew, like you said, Pep doesn't usually spend big on strikers. Defenders, defenders will spend big, uh, but strikers, no. Uh, Kane, um, he said he's leaving Spurs at the end of the season. But he would love to stay in the EPL. So any any team in the EPL will be happy to have Harry Kane in it, without a doubt. Uh, do, do I think is the best fit for Man City? No. No. Uh, the brand of football that Pep plays compared to the one that Kane is accustomed to. Uh, oil and water. Two different things, you understand. So I don't necessarily think Kane will end up in City. Maybe he might go to United. But if he goes to United... I don't know how long it's going to take for him to win a trophy, man. Because <laughs> let's, let's waste a United, United kind of suck. But yeah, that's coming from a Liverpool fan. But yeah, man, I don't, I don't see Kane joining up City. Um, who will replace Aguero at City? I think it will go with what he's doing right now. Like playing midfielders instead of a uh, natural striker. Like playing a false nine. That has been working well for him. So I don't necessarily think people panic and say... I need a world-class striker now to replace Aguero. No, I think he might continue with this newfound system because it's working. I mean, why why fix it if it's if it's not broken? At the moment, it's not broken. It's functioning very well.
0: <laughs> oh, we taking jabs now. It's fine. <laughs> it's okay. But I also don't think um, Pep Guardiola will like, you know, go for a Harry Kane. Um, I also don't see Harry Kane coming to United to be honest, but you know, we still at Man City, so I think Pep will continue with the whole false nine um, thing going on, uh, but I do think he might probably go for a Gabriel Jesus-like type of striker just to have the kind of backup um, in case, you know, the false nine does not really work and he needs to, like, break down certain teams by having a target man. Uh, but, yeah, I, I don't see them also buying Kane. I think, you know, Kane will probably be too expensive, you know. He's British, man, but we'll see how that pans out and crossing over to united i won't even ask you about united because they're just gonna be taking jabs throughout so i'll talk about united right (laughs) so with us we need about i think i've identified four positions that you know we need to beef up on uh but first thing that we need to do is take care of the goalkeeping position we can't have dean henderson and david the one has to go um, it's a split split between obviously the fans. One wants David the Head. Dave saves all day. One wants you know Dean Henderson because he's an academy boy. But I personally don't trust Dean Henderson. Um, he's like a Ben Foster like to me personally. Don't attack me. That's just my opinion. Um, I've just been seeing the way he dives when certain balls are you know are, are hitting straight at him um, and. We saw the goal when Salah just came straight at him. He did not close no angle. he just waited for Salah to actually reach him and open up space. And you know, at 24, 25, I mean you should be you should be already aware of you know certain things as a goalkeeper, but that's one area that you know I wanted to mention. And then obviously, a center back. Lindagua is not working. You know, Linda is not working. Lindelof and Maguire is just not working. So, we probably need a Varane, a, a Jules Kunde, and maybe even a Paul Torres. You know, Paul Torres played wonderfully against us in the Europa League uh, final. So, you know, a Paul Torres, Koundé, or Varane, I'll take any of them. I'll even take Kunde and Paul Torres in the same window. You know, just so that we have the kind of bag. Because we can't trust Eric Bailly to stay fit the whole season. Um, so, you know, those are like the people I see at the back, and then obviously we need a defensive midfielder, you know, mcfred is not working. Um, they just, they don't know what they're doing there, honestly. I'm surprised that we came out number two in the league, but that's because all our teams are out of trash. Other teams are just trash, uh, but I don't know how we ended up at number two with that center, with that central midfield pairing, so we definitely need like a Declan Rice, a Basuma, if party was still at Atletico Madrid, I'd be like, "May go for party. But then there's also like a Ruben neves from Wolves that we can go and get. Um, but you know, there's not been any word in terms of us buying a center defensive midfielder except for Declan Rice. So it's kinda of worrying as a United fan. And obviously I think the one that's major is Jaden Sancho again this season. So I mean <sighs> i was just going to go on this mission. It kind of reminds me of Nicholas Gayton from Benfica like years back. Wesley Schneider years back. You know, all these players get linked to United and never come. It's always all oh, personal terms agreed, but they never just pull up. But, you know, um, those are like the areas that we need. I don't think we need a striker yet. Um, yeah, I don't see us needing a striker since Cavani is still there. Martial is going to be back. Um, you know, Greenwood is going to be there. If we do get Jadon Sancho, then, you know, Greenwood will probably play more as a striker. Um, instead of a right winger, so we'll see. We'll see what United board does. But moving right along to like a hey, Chelsea, <laughs> you know, Chelsea they had a great transfer um, the previous transfer windows. You know, Timo and Akai Havertz who scored in a Champions League final, and um, Ben Chilwell, uh, Thiago, Mendy. You know, they've they've had they've, they've bought good players who you know Tuchel has combined them pretty well um and i still see them probably buying a defender or a striker but you as as a outsider looking in as a liverpool fan looking in into the chelsea setup do you think they need any more players that they want to buy any more players
1: oh i know thank you for talking about united imagine me talking about united was it wasn't gonna feel right because you know i hate you guys but yeah (laughs) (laughs) let's talk about chelsea rather you know um I think, on paper, they've bought everyone that they needed, Um, they have a very, very good squad on paper, it still will depend on who Thomas Tuchel wants, so if he feels like, hey man, um, you're Abramovich, I think I need one more player, or I need two more players to, to make my project complete, because again, different managers, different philosophies, So it will all depend on Thomas Tuchel and who he really wants to fit into his plans. But I don't necessarily think Chelsea are going to go ahead and have an aggressive transfer window and go on and buy countless players. No, I don't see it happening. It will all depend on who Thomas wants. And yeah, but I don't necessarily think they will go out there and look for players as much as all the other top five clubs. Because like you said, I mean... We're not
0: gonna talk about Arsenal. <laughs> Bro, because nobody really cares about Arsenal dog. <laughs> but pent aside, I think for Arsenal, I'll just quickly touch on them, right? I think for Arsenal, maybe they need to start from scratch. You know, Obama and Lacazette, like they need to cash in on them. Um use your Thomas party, use your soccer to, to rebuild the team, you know. Um, use your that what's the what's the left back they have he's, he's a good left back man I've forgot his name now um, but use use those use those players you know to like rebuild your team get rid of your Williams you know they old man like get these young guys in uh, and stuff start from scratch like he needs to do the hard work and get rid of the, like the deadwood and I think if they do trust their process eventually in like five six seven years you know they'll be challenging again for the top four but right now it's just downhill for them you know last season they just got into a europa spot because they won the fa cup this season they did not even get into the new um what's it called this new conference called the europa conference league they couldn't even get into that so for a team like Arsenal, that's bad so they need to like get rid of the deadwood and start from scratch but you know enough about a team that nobody really cares about let's go to you know the other side of london where we talk about hurricane i think we've mentioned hurricane a lot in the EPL segment of it, but you know he's he's the top goal scorer. He is the top assister this season. So obviously he is new. So him saying he wants to leave Tottenham Hotspur is major. You know, you know every team is on alert. I think he'll go to Chelsea. I just see it happening. You know, I I just see you know Roman Abramovich just being like cash in. You know because I don't see United going for a striker like we said with pep guardiola he doesn't really spend a lot of money especially like if you think of Kane, you think about 100 million plus you know so where do you see Kane ending up
1: hey man it pays to be english right <laughs> of course Kane is gonna cost ridiculous amounts of money um he scored a lot of goals so some could say it's justified chelsea Kane, chelsea like I said previously, man, it would depend on how Show is feeling. If he's feeling him, then yes. You know, he could ask Abramovich, yo, hand me a couple of M's and I can get my striker. But I, my gut feeling is telling me Kane will end up at United. It's, it's, it's almost as if it's written in the stars for him that he will most definitely end up at United. So if I think if you have to sit down with Harry Kane and ask him, where do you prefer to play he he will pick up his hand and say let me join United. I don't think uh, the other big teams can will really fit into them. I, I don't I don't see him fitting in Liverpool for example because like I said the philosophy we don't play the same brand of football that he's accustomed to and if he had to be forced into the squad, it wouldn't really work. Chelsea it's down to two man men United. Big, big, big chance it will end up in Man United. Big, big chance. City, again, philosophy. So, the only outright team that Harry Kane can, you know, end up at is, for me, personally, I think United. But we'll see. And, man, um, let's just wrap this up. Thank you guys for watching up until this point. It's been lovely being with you. Until next time.